Hello, my beautiful beans, and welcome to today's episode. This episode is going to be all about ending the year with a bang. It's all about giving yourself closure, closing these chapters so you can truly start the next chapter nice and fresh with a bang. And I know I always bang on about the fact that you don't have to wait till the end of the year or a Monday or the start of the month, but I feel like it is a really good time to reset and why not take advantage of it if the opportunity is there. I personally can start and I recommend that you all can start a new goal, a new chapter, a new version of yourself at any point, but I also love the end of the year because this is for me and I think for a lot of people where you really take time off, like I've barely been on my social media, I've spent so much time with my family, I haven't opened my emails. So you take that time off, it's, it is like a reset for your soul for a lot of people. Even if you don't want to spend time with your family, it is a downtime where not too much is happening in the work side of things for most. So you get that reset and then you can approach the start of the new year or like that reset with kind of a fresh energy. So it is a good time to reset and I love doing this every single year and also many times throughout the year. So while this episode is aimed at the end of the year, you can apply these things at any point of the year, at any point of the week, any time in your life. It's just fun to do it at the end of the year. So I'm going to be talking about ways to kind of give closure, leave the past in the past, end it. I'm going to give you five steps that we're going to do or five little pointers that you can do You might not do all of them. You might do all of them, whatever works, whatever cranks your tractor, whatever floats your boat. Then the next episode after this one, which will be in the new year, I think it's going to be on the second or the third that it comes out, that is going to be tackling how to approach the new year, new goals, all of that. But you can't, I ideally don't want you working on the next episode that comes out until you've done this episode, because I feel like you'd you'd be doing like a half-baked job. I think that it's really important to assess, to break down, to look at what can be changed, to close those doors before you kind of open those new doors. So it might be a shorter episode than usual, but I feel like everyone's really kind of busy and doing their own thing. This episode is being released, I think on the recording it on the 29th. So it's either going to be released tomorrow on the 30th or on the 31st. Um, Good times. So let's get into it. The first thing that I want you to do is I want you to write a letter to somebody. It could be to one person or it can be to multiple people and you can type it out or you can handwrite it. I feel like handwriting is more, when it comes to, for me, when it comes to writing things down with a lot of meaning, sometimes handwriting is better, but you know, because you're taking your time doing it, you're, you're linking movement with thought and all of that, but typing works also great as well. Now, this letter is not meant to be sent to this person. You don't have to send the letter. It is a really great healing exercise. And a lot of people use this in healing practices when they're trying to forgive someone or let go of something or just tell something to someone, even if that person has passed away. You can write this letter at any stage of your life to anybody. It's pretty much the the point of this letter is to let yourself know that you at least have heard yourself. You feel heard by you. You start putting all your thoughts down, how you were hurt, what you were feeling. You put it all down and then you read it out. And then once you've read it out, you can either keep it, you can burn it, you can scrunch it up or shred it into a thousand pieces and just let it go. Okay. I personally think it's a good way, a good thing to do is not to keep it, is to actually like let it go and keep it in the past. Um, but it is a really therapeutic exercise to do. Now, you can send this letter. I'm going to give you a whole bunch of, of 
you know, examples of when you would maybe want to send this letter. So one could be to a parent that you maybe still have a relationship, but there's so many things that just don't work with your relationship. Or it might be a narcissistic parent where so many things clash. Doing this exercise, writing things down, being like, it makes me so angry when you do this. I've spoken to you a thousand times about doing this. I feel hurt when you do this. I feel like I'm not listened to. I don't feel loved. I feel you can write all these things down to a parent. It could also be to a sibling. So this this thing with the relative. Um, you can also write it to an ex. This is a huge one. An ex that you resent for having broken your heart, for having cheated on you, from having hurt you. Somebody who's you know, just left you and they're off living their best life and you're left picking up the pieces, dying in a fucking hole, crumbling, being like my year was ruined because of what you did to me. And I look at how you're living your life and it feels like it was nothing for you, but for me, it carried so much weight and so much pain. So that's another great thing to write down and write down everything you feel. And then you could also write it to someone that you love who's never loved you back. So this unrequited love. And it's kind of a letter, almost letting go. And in a letter like this, I would recommend that you thank them for, you know, for, for showing you that you can feel this crazy passion, that these feelings are possible to be felt. Even if it wasn't reciprocated, it's okay. You want to wish them the best, but you're willing to leave them in 2021 because you're going to take that next step forward. So it doesn't have to be people that you're angry at or people that you're hating on or people that you resent, but it's people that, you maybe feel like you've said this a thousand times and they've never listened or someone that you're not comfortable telling this information to or it could be someone that's no longer in your life and you don't want to reach out to them anymore but you still feel so much was left unsaid. This is a great way for you to take control of the closure. It's you closing the chapter. Any person out there in your life that you think, I would be fine if I had closure, this is your opportunity to create that closure for yourself. And in that letter, I want you to write, I no longer need X from you. And you decide what that is. I no longer need attention from you. I no longer need forgiveness from you because I've tried and tried and tried and you're refusing to forgive me. But I know I've done everything in my power to show you that I'm sorry. I no longer need validation from you. I can either find it in myself or in people that I know who truly love me. I no longer need support from you or I no longer need a reason from you, an answer writing it down is so good for your soul. Get it out on paper, write it down. And I recommend that once you've written it all down, read it out aloud, have a moment. Don't be distracted. Be completely alone in private. Light a fucking candle. Have this moment, read it out aloud and spend a few moments just contemplating what you've written. And then I would recommend you destroy the letter and imagine that you've sent the letter to them, but don't even send it. This is an exercise for you. Okay. That's number one. Number two, and this is probably the most crucial one. If you're going to do one of all the steps, this is probably the most important one. You are going to write a letter to yourself. This one you are not going to burn. You are going to keep it ideally in like a cute envelope and you're going to like keep it somewhere where you can remember because this is a great one to look back on in six months, in a year, whenever you want, okay? You're going to date it and you're going to write what you are willing to let go of, okay? And it's a really big one and it's very 
private. You don't need to share this with anyone. It's very, it's in between, it's between you and you. You're going to let go of things that you might be embarrassed to admit. You might struggle to let go of. And it could be things that you don't even want to admit. But if you think hard about it, you're like, fuck, that's me. One of them could be playing the victim in scenarios. That's one of the hardest things to let go of because so many of us, if not most of us, at least at some point in our life, have been attached to playing the victim. Because when you play the victim in a situation, you are you get attention, you feel like you don't have to do the hard work of being vulnerable and putting yourself out there again and moving forward. You can hold on to emotions that feel validating, such as anger, resentment, and hatred. Um, there's a lot that we think that we get when we play the victim. People at least initially, will feel sorry for us. People will be like, oh, you, you like, can I help you? Can I this? Can I that? Now, I'm not talking about situations where you genuinely need help and you need to reach out for help. I'm talking about, for example, when you've been wronged by somebody and you go on and on and on about how you are the victim in this situation, when in reality, you were the victim when it happened to you. But now, Are you going to continue being that victim or are you going to be like, I am done. I am done playing the victim, even though it now means that I can't use that card anymore to get attention from people. I can't use that to get sympathy. I have to truly let go of what happened to me and how I was the victim at this point and literally let it die. Am I willing to do that? Am I willing to no longer bring it up? Am I willing to not use this, the fact that I was a victim in this situation as an excuse for not doing something else? You know, a lot of people use the fact that they were heartbroken as a reason to be all jaded towards relationships. Like you don't have to get into a relationship, but there's a difference between someone being like, I'd rather just not date at the moment versus relationships are fucked. Everyone's fucked. I got cheated on three times. They're all fucked, you know, big difference in the energy that you're throwing out there and big difference to what you're telling yourself. Because if you're saying, I've been scorned, I've been hurt, I've been burnt, everyone's fucked, I don't trust anyone, then you are still playing the victim. If you're willing to let go of that, even if you're not ready to enter a relationship, your language changes and you stop thinking that everyone is out to get you, everyone is a cheater, everyone's you know, a backstabber and doing shit to hurt you. Because when you have that energy, you end up seeking it in other people. You end up seeking it so you can confirm that you are right. It's weird and it's cooked, but it's what people do. We have this bias towards proving ourselves right, even if it means being really hurt in the end. So that's what I mean about letting go of being the victim. Can can you do that? Are you willing to do that? Write it down and then write down where do I play the victim card? Is it when it comes to love and relationships and being having been hurt in the past? Is it when it comes to opportunities that I always seem to fall short so I come up with reasons why that is and then I feel sorry for myself? You know, is it in certain situations within my family? There's all these situations that you can apply being a victim to and I want you to analyze it and write it all down and ask yourself, am I willing to let go of this? And then be vulnerable. Am I willing to let go of resenting someone and forgiving them? Because when it comes to forgive, go listen to my forgiveness forgiveness episode if you haven't already. But I talk all about how, how forgiveness has really got to do with you. It's the whole concept of closure is a very personal thing. It's actually got nothing to do with the person that you are forgiving. It's got to do with what you are willing to do about that energy and about those emotions and those thoughts. And it's like, I'm no longer going to wait for you to apologize because for a lot of people, even when that person has apologized, you're like, mm, 
that actually didn't feel as good as I thought it would. I'm still really angry. I'm still really hurt. I'm still going to resent you, even though you've apologized. Now I want you to crawl. Now I want you to beg. And then you realize, well, it's never going to feel that good until I'm willing to let go of it. But that's a whole nother episode. Go listen to that. Another thing that you could be willing to let go of is that hope, hope for a relationship to work. Like that whole hope is a weak dog. The whole, when, when you're hoping for something to work out, when there's no signs at all that it's going to work out. To have faith in something, to have faith in your abilities and yourself and to believe, that's a different thing. But hoping, like, I hope that they text me back. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. I'm going to get rid of hope. I'm going to get rid of hoping that this person who I've fucking triple texted without a reply texts me back. We're killing that hope dead, okay? You're going to write that down, okay? What about your comfort zone? Are you willing to let go of your comfort zone? So instead of being comfortable, aim to experience more. Letting go, you're willing to let go of the need to be indestructible. So you actually don't need to be indestructible. I think a lot of people think when I've got all this strength and emotional strength and mental fortitude, then I can enter that relationship again. So if I get hurt, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm emotionless or, or, you know, then I can get rejected or then I can, whatever. You don't have to aim to be indestructible. You just need to aim to be resilient. Nobody is indestructible. Shit happens to everybody. So if you're thinking, I can only do this once I've done this, no, you just have to think, I'm willing to have my back no matter what happens. I'm willing to be the one to pick up the pieces when shit goes bad for me, okay? I'm willing to be the one that asks the people closest to me to help me when things go bad for me. It's all about resilience. It's not about being indestructible. Aim for that, okay? Um, What about bad habits? You're willing to let go of bad habits that you know don't serve you but are comforting. They represent comfort. You never do anything for no reason whatsoever. So if you're somebody that's thinking, yeah, but why the fuck am I still smoking every single day? Because you're, you're feeding something that's working for you. You're feeding an addiction. It's making you feel good. You might be someone that everything in your life represents a stress and the cigarette represents an alleviation from the stress. You wouldn't do something if it didn't either soothe an addiction, make you feel good, make you feel comforted, make you feel that you're growing, happy, love. You, there's always a reason, okay? So when you ask yourself, why am I doing these behaviors and these patterns is because you are getting something out of it. And that something might simply just be comfort, okay? Avoidance of discomfort. So are you willing to let go of that? Write it all down. So I'll just summarize them all. We're letting go of hope, letting go of being a victim, letting go of resenting someone or hating someone. Um, and that can then tie into point one where you then write them a letter. Um, Letting go of bad habits that you know don't serve you. Letting go of your need for a comfort zone and letting go of the need to be indestructible. Write it all down. And next to each point, I want you to put like specific examples that are relevant to you and your life. Don't just do these sweeping broad statements because that's not going to serve you when you read this letter in a year or in six months, you're going to be like, "Mm, yeah, I said I'm going to let go of hope. But what the fuck was I talking about? You're going to say, I'm going to let go of hope. I'm going to stop hoping that X, Y, Z. I'm going to stop hoping that these dickheads ask me out when in reality, they're already giving me the message that I need to know. I'm going to stop resenting this person who's just moved on and I'm no longer in their life and they probably don't even realize that I'm resenting them. I'm going to stop fucking setting my alarm but then snoozing it 10 times in a row when I so badly want to make some changes in my life, okay? So write it all down, get specific. Okay, now moving on to number three. 
This one is really, really good because this is another letter to yourself, but it's a bit kinder. I want you to write a whole list or a letter, you can write it in list form, of what you did accomplish this year. Now, you might feel like it was fuck all. I've got, I've got a bunch of questions that I want you to answer. And you can write these questions down and then write a paragraph answer or it can just be dot points, you choose, okay? But I want you to, it's going to be a list of what you accomplished and I want you to be able to give yourself credit when credit is due because I think a lot of people think, well, I didn't get a new job. I didn't get the job I wanted. I didn't finish that course that I wanted to finish. So I accomplished nothing. But there's a lot that you have accomplished and you're going to realize this when you answer the next questions, okay? One, I showed resilience when dot, dot, dot. Two, I was able to be there for someone I loved when finish the sentence. Three, I stood up for myself when four, I picked myself back up when five, the most important thing I learned this year was six, I realized I no longer want or care about Seven, I discovered a new passion for. Eight, I let go of something that I thought was truly important to me. It could be a person, a dream, whatever, because it wasn't serving my highest self. So I want you to write an answer for all of them. And you can add to this. It doesn't have to be exactly what I write for you. You can add a whole bunch of these. But you're going to realize, wow, I grew in this way. Wow, I realized that I had to cut that person out. And while it feels like something really hard to go through that year, it actually was growth knowing that you had to let that person go or to let a dream go that maybe you were holding on for years and years and years and then you actually let it go and it ended up being a weight off your shoulders. Those are all accomplishments. That's a big deal because the thing that leads to happiness in your life is growth, okay? Overall growth. So give yourself credit for having these realizations, for having these moments of growth where you where you had to move past something or where you were a great support to somebody. What if one of your friends went through something awful and you were the backbone, you were the one that was there? That's a huge thing to have accomplished this year. You should be very proud of yourself for doing that. What if you finally stood up to someone that was always making your life a misery? What if you got over a breakup this year? There's so much to give yourself credit for. Write that shit down. And then, of course, you can write down other things that you've done, like I completed this thing, I learned this skill, I did. Everything deserves merit. Everything you accomplished, emotional or via action or whatever, deserves merit. So write it all down and save it and look back on it. It's so nice to look back on that and being like, see, it wasn't all a waste. Even if it felt like so much had to be cancelled this year or so much didn't go your way, there's shit that did. Even if it was difficult and it, it wasn't pleasant, it's still an accomplishment. Now, after that, I want you to write in that same little kind of letter, I want you to forgive yourself for whatever it is that you want to forgive yourself for. You have to leave it in the past. If you're going to keep banging on and beating yourself up about something, then it's going to be really hard to embark on something new, that whole new thing we're going over in the next episode, okay? Now, even if it's something that you struggle to forgive yourself with, still write it down. Write it down so you can revert back to it and be like, this is something that I'm working on forgiving myself for. And it could be, you know, it could be something that you might actually carry the weight of so much more than someone else does. Sometimes people did something to someone else 
and really apologized for it, but they carry the guilt of it for so long. And this is your moment to write down and be like, I've done what I need to do to apologize. Now what's left is to forgive myself. I need to be at least willing to forgive myself. So write down everything that you are either prepared to right now forgive yourself or that you really want to work on forgiving yourself. Do a bit of a list there. And a big one, if not the biggest one, is forgive yourself for how you have treated yourself in times of what you would consider to be weakness or in times of, um, you know, moments where you really didn't want to go back to that person and you went back to that person, then you suffered so much or times where you've spoken really badly to yourself. Okay. Those are the times where you actually have to be kinder to yourself than ever before. Because imagine if you're like, wow, I spoke really badly to myself. You fucking idiot. Why the fuck would I do that? Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. You're literally just doing the same thing again. You have to be so kind and so gentle to be like, I can hit that reset button at any point in my life. But unless I'm willing to approach me and my life with empathy or sympathy and be kind and understanding and know that it's like it's waves, everything comes in waves. It's not just this upward trajectory for the rest of my life. There's going to be moments of greatness and moments of great pain. And I'm willing to ride these waves with myself gently, with understanding. And when I need the time, I'm going to take that time. It's, you're, you're willing to do all of that. And when you can approach things that have to do with yourself with that gentle, calm understanding, that is then when you realize that when things go bad for you, you at least have your back. And then you're more willing to throw yourself in the deep end and try something difficult and try something hard. The people that are, that are not willing to do difficult things or to throw themselves in the deep end or be vulnerable are the people that have the worst self-talk because they people say, oh, I'm scared of how someone's going to judge me. But deep down, you're scared of how you're going to judge yourself. People that don't judge themselves too heavily or don't come down on themselves like a ton of bricks when things don't go right are the ones that are willing to get back up and keep trying. The worst kind of insult and the worst kind of um, uh, judgment is when it comes from within. Okay, so you need to start start now with that list of forgiving yourself, apologizing to yourself and being truly kind and gentle and talk to yourself like you would your best friend. You know, like, I'm so sorry that you had to hear me talk to you like that. I'm going to try and not do that again. Or I'm going to try that when I do do it to quickly identify it and just, you know, smile about it and be like, I am learning. I am learning and I'm getting there. So write all of that down. Then lastly, for point three, I want you to thank yourself. Thank yourself for everything that you're about to do, for the fact that you've sat down and written all this down, for how excited you are that you can start a new chapter and that you can hit that reset button now and in a month and in six months and as many times as you need to to get to where you want to be. And thank yourself that you're going on this journey, that you're listening to this podcast, that you're fucking doing it. Like you can have all the negative self-talk in the world that you want, but you're here, aren't you? You've listened to all these episodes and you're listening to this one. You're willing to make changes and work on yourself. That's huge. And you sh- that shouldn't go unnoticed. So thank yourself for that. Now, the last thing that I want you to do, it, I, I knew it was going to be a shorter episode, but fucking good times. The last thing that you're going to do is you're going to finish with a bit of a mantra. Now, you can listen to this mantra. You can edit the mantra slightly. Uh, you can repeat it a million times. You can do your own mantra. But this is my mantra to you, okay, for the, for the end of the year, for the new year. This is what you're going to finish with. Hope is a weak dog and I am done. I am ready for what is next. I am receptive to all the new that is to come. I am ready to step into the new 2.0 version of myself, leaving all the shit in the past. 
I forgive myself. I love myself. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm here and I live for this feeling. Guys, you can repeat that mantra as many times as you want. Add what you need to add. Write it down. Say it out loud. Do whatever you need to do. But that is going to be your little hype mantra as you write all these letters and as you enter your new phase. So guys, please, please, please tune in to the next episode. But I really want you to be honest with yourself and with me and do the work of this episode before you do the next episode. The next episode is going to be fun and exciting. It's all about like setting tangible goals, how to properly measure a goal, how to see, how to have like that vision of what you want and how to actually get there without getting caught up in the details. It's it's going to be so good, so exciting. It's going to be the best way to start the year. But please do this work before you do that work because the growth that you will see will be made 10 times better by doing this work first. It's all about identifying, taking out the trash, doing all of that so you make room, make room. It's exactly like when you when you want to refurnish your home. You need to throw out the shit. You need to get rid of the shit that you don't want. You're not going to bring all this gorgeous new interior design and layer it on top of the old furniture. You wouldn't do that. You get rid and you bring in the new, okay? That's what you want to look at when it comes to thoughts, behaviors, relationships, your life in general. This is the 2.0 version of you. Good fucking times. I'm very excited. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Have an epic New Year's Eve. I don't care how chilled or how big it is. It's a line in the sand. Make it a good one. And I will speak to you in the new year. Thank you so much for listening. And guys, thank you for such a great year. I love you all. The podcast has had amazing growth. We've had all these new members from around the world. So welcome to everybody from every country that is listening around the world, from big cities to little tiny towns. It is so, so exciting. And it just fills me with so much happiness and love to see you guys sharing the podcast and and growing the community and growing the community on the Facebook page as well. It's just been an absolute ride. There's been some hectic times for all of us, but there's been some really beautiful times as well. So I want to thank you. I adore you all so much and I will speak to you in the new year. As always, and to finish off for 2021, be kind to yourselves, be kind to your brains. Don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself. Danke!